What is going on, everybody? My name is Kyle Richards, as always, and welcome to the Abstract Sports Podcast, where we bring sports back to life with a fresh perspective on the game from abstract yet popular angles. Coming at you live on Facebook, as always. I'll do my best to respond to comments as we go. Make sure I'm not muted. It looks like I'm good. Um, but we have an interesting topic to dive into today. I mean, not just one topic. There's a few of them, and I'm, I'm sure that the title of this podcast looks a little weird right now. But I promise it'll come full circle. It'll get back to sports because you know what we do? We bring sports back to life. I just told you that, man. Are you paying attention? Jeez. I don't know what it is, but I put this, I'm dressed up like a bro right now. If you're not watching this on the live Facebook podcast, if you're listening on SoundCloud, iTunes, or YouTube, or wherever, you got to see this, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm broing it out again. I just think that this kind of look gives me confidence. I've got this, this really shiny polo representing the Idaho Falls Chuckers, if you can see it. Oh, oh there it is. And I've got this awesome NCAA 2001 Final Four hat on backwards with some fake Ray-Bans. Come at me, bro, because I promise I'm broer than you. But like I was saying, we got some really interesting things to talk about, and I don't even want to wait because I have a lot of things to do. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I mean, this podcast is really important, but things are happening, you know, this summer. All kinds of plans are happening on the weekends right now, and it's, you know, the, the middle of the summer, so it's super hot. And there's a lot of people in town, so we're always going places, doing things, and uh, being entertained. So, um, And I'm actually going to talk to you guys a little bit about that. So last weekend, my wife and I went camping with a couple of people um, who are in town as interns. And uh, we took a camping trip to West Yellowstone. Uh, and, you know, I've, I've been to Yellowstone a couple times. I'm, you know, I live close enough to say that, you know, it's almost like a shame if I don't go to Yellowstone at least once a year. But... Oh my gosh, this cat is going to turn off my computer and it's going to be the end of everything. Pause. Oh my gosh, I have to pause, guys. George is going to ruin the stream. Woohoo, save the day. Man, if you're listening and not watching, you really missed out throwing cats around. Okay, not really throwing cats around, all right? I'm not abusing animals. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I live close enough to Yellowstone to where it's like a shame if I don't go once a year, but I've only been twice ever, including this last weekend. And so what we did is we, we drove up and we found a campsite in a place called Beaver Creek, I believe. And we camped for one night, had some hot dogs on a stick. Um, you know, kept it really low key. As far as camping goes, we were, uh, we just threw up our tents right before it got dark. We had dinner conversation around a fire and then we went to bed. That's about it. Um, and then the next day we woke up and we drove into the park through the West Yellowstone entrance. And oh my gosh, like I've only ever been to Yellowstone one time before this, right? I know that's kind of sad. I don't, I just don't usually get out and do that type of stuff. I don't know why I just never did growing up, but just getting to the entrance was a pain. Like it's a good thing that we had our, our, uh, our national park card or one of the guys who's an intern, he has a his national park entrance card. So we were able to get in through the the quick line or the express lane, but Oh my goodness, just those lines that morning was indicative of what that day was going to be like. So we went all, all through the park, you know, we, we got there really early in the morning and we were there for more than, I'd say about 12 hours. Um, 
but we were able to go and see like Mammoth Hot Springs, and uh, we also went and checked out uh, the Yellowstone Canyon at, at the Lower Falls. If, if you guys are familiar with Yellowstone National Park, you might know what I'm talking about. Uh, I actually have a ton of pictures and videos I need to share. Um, I'm still working on my own personal branding for my, my graphic design and web design stuff, and I hope to put them up on there um, just to be like, you know, traveling is something I do sometimes and, and share some things about that experience. But Man, it was a really good time. I have to say my favorite part about Yellowstone is the canyon. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen just because of uh, the water was so high right there where the river was falling and so much force, man. I mean, you're standing like right above this huge falls and it's just crazy to watch, you know? And so I I took a lot of pictures, a lot of slow motion video, uh, some other video footage, and I hope to put them up as like, uh, you know, banner pictures and, and banner videos and stuff on different pages. And, and who knows, maybe I'll make some YouTube videos, but I had a lot of fun in yellow in Yellowstone, but man, the traffic was terrible. Like it had to have been the busiest day of the year or something like that, because everywhere we went there, the parking lot was packed and we had to just keep making circles in the parking lot until somebody pulled out just in, you know, good timing so that we can take that spot and go see the sights. But it did it did rain on us pretty heavily, which was actually kind of cool. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of interesting people wa- watching. A lot of people from out of out of town. A lot of people from out of the country. Uh, heard a, heard many different languages in our trip to, to Yellowstone that w- last weekend. But not only did I do that, but I, if you watched the last podcast or listened to it, I, I w- went to Twin Falls and visited a friend there, did some kayaking. So the last couple weekends have been really active for me, and it's been a lot of fun. But it doesn't end there, man. Like I was saying, this summer, there's a the cat's trying to get in the trash can now. Oh my gosh. He's going to be famous by the amount of times I, I recognize him. He could probably have more followers than me on Twitter right now if I made an account about him. Anyways... But the fun stuff doesn't end there for for me. And like this coming weekend, me and my wife Kelly, aka Keltron, aka best wife ever, wife of the year, whatever you want to say. Um, <laughs> me, her, and five other people are going on a two night camping trip in. Oh my gosh, cat! Hang on, cat is gonna ruin the world. Ugh, that's three cat comments already, guys. This is embarrassing. Somebody get him out of here. Um. But we're going to Glacier National Park, and we're going to be staying there for two nights. So from what I've heard from people or in my circles is that it's really hard to get a camping spot at Glacier National Park because it's such a beautiful place to be, and there's a lot of great hiking trails. It's very uh, picturesque. I mean, a lot of photographers go there for photo shoots and just to get some nice nature shots. So it's really hard to get a spot over there. And so what we're doing is... I'm actually taking Friday off this week. I worked four tens to be able to do this. Um, we're going to take off right as I get off work around 5 p.m. on Friday, or sorry, Thursday, so tomorrow. And we're going to drive to Missoula, Montana. So from here to Missoula, that's about four or five hours, you know, depending on how slow we are. Uh, if we have to stop for breaks or anything like that, we should be good. We're going to stay the night in a hotel there because uh, everything closer to uh the to glacier national park is like twice the rates and it's all booked out so we're gonna go stay in missoula for a night and then we're gonna wake up super early 
like I'm talking four, four thirty in the morning and we're going to drive to the park entrance. You know, the one of, you know, we're going to hopefully attack two different locations with two different cars. Cause there's like a bunch of different campsites and entrances in this park. Um, and so we're going to try to go really early in the morning and get there at like six thirty, hopefully, and be able to get a good camping spot. We'll set up camp and the plan is to set up camp and then take off and go do a really long hike that day. We're looking at like a 12-mile hike. Um, they don't seem very steep from what the stats were saying on their website, but it's going to be a great workout, a lot of great pictures to be taken, um, you know, break a sweat going on a nice hike through Glacier National Park. So I'm really looking forward to that, and there will be a lot more pictures and videos from that as well. I really need to get on top of posting my stuff because I've had – so many things going on the last few weeks that it's been impossible to just lay down, sit down and go through all the content and edit and upload. It's, it's a lot of work, man, but that's what I've been up to lately. That's what I've got going on in my free time. Um, that's kind of why the blog is sort of lacking right now, but you know, when the winter months hit, I imagine I'll pick up things a little bit more. Uh, but I also have a lot of ideas for content um, content management where I'm going to take a lot of stuff from the podcast and write special segments about them or do like little U- uh, YouTube clips, video clips here or there about different topics. So look forward to some shoot offs of what I'm doing here at the podcast. I think you guys will really enjoy that. Um, but sit, let's, let's start talking about some sports. I want to talk about how camping has a lot to do with sports. Let me tell you, okay, if you're going to go hiking, you got to be fit, man. And you got to do your research. you got to study. you got to be a student of that game of hiking. You want to find a good trail? You better look around. You better go to the right websites. You better make sure you're not going to get yourself in trouble. you got to be prepared. You know, I just imagine, like, there's a football player. He goes to practice, and he's doing all these different workouts so that he can be good at what he does at his position and for his build. And, like, if you're going in on a hike, you got to know – that there are bears out there. You got to get your bear spray. <laughs> Talk, we're like talking preparation. We're relating camping to sports, people. This is big, big news, big stuff. But also attire is very important when it comes to sports. And so you got to have your hiking boots. You've got to have your sunscreen. That's part of your, it's not really part of your apparel, but, um, Anyways, that's, there's a pretty poor attempt at trying to relate camping to sports. <laughs> there is a lot of teamwork and communication involved in camping though. Like last night when we were planning out this trip to, uh, to Yellowstone. Oh my gosh. We have two different plans going at once and we've got to like meet up in the same place on two different schedules. There's a lot of communication. You guys have to like let each other know how you feel and you got to have a good chemistry going. Otherwise it's just going to be a mess. And I think we got it figured out. How's it going, Jesse? Welcome to the podcast. Um, actually, have some some content to share that Jesse shared with me today, and I'm excited to share some of that as we get going here. Um, but let's get into some real sports. We're, let's talk some NFL first, okay? So NFL is finally back. It's I've been seeing countdown stuff for NFL starting for like the last pretty much since the Super Bowl was over, you know. There were so many memes that came out about um, the, the Falcons blowing the huge lead. And I, I I think it's been overdone. And I'm happy the next season of football is here so that can get phased out behind us. And, you know, I doubt that, though. It's probably just going to continue throughout the entire season, let's be honest. But football is here. Preseason starts tomorrow. It's not real football, but, you know, 
NFL football fans will take anything they can get at this point. My brother is super excited, except for the fact that, of course, the day that football starts and like preseason or any football of any kind, he gets scheduled to work at his second job that night. So <laughs> feel bad for him, man, but at least he's got that TiVo hookup and he can watch that game later that night. Um, but yeah, preseason starts tomorrow. Dallas Cowboys taking on the Arizona Cardinals. I believe that's in Arizona. Um, I don't think they do anything special for location in the preseason. Um, pretty much is just like let, getting the, the players ad- adapted to the traveling again um, and uh, you know get, getting them back in the motion of things. But yeah, Cowboys at Arizona Cardinals. Not a super-duper exciting game, but you know the Cowboys did have a great season last year. Um, so it'd be kind of interesting to see them guys warm up a little bit. But then you got regular season starting on Thursday, September 7th. That is just over a month from now. Uh, as you could imagine, there's four preseason weeks in the NFL. And so four games between now and the start of the regular season. I mean, there's a lot of people stoked out there. And that, that first game is a Thursday. So, you know, fun way to break up your week and get into the NFL season but it's also Kansas City Chiefs at New England Patriots, so all those bandwagon fans can have something to really, really cheer about. <laughs> they've, they've missed Tom Brady. They've missed not seeing him on the television. So pretty exciting stuff. Um, I know that we, we've had a couple of uh, content creators for Abstract Sports who wrote about football stuff. We'll see if they come back around and want to do some more of that for us. Um, one guy in particular, he did a few articles right there towards the end of the season and I'm, I'm looking forward to hopefully hearing from him again, and we'll get some more content going up on the site in, in regards to NFL. Um, and if you've been listening to the podcast at all, you know that I have a few articles in mind of games that I want to talk about before they happen um, and kind of give a recap of those because they're just – I'm not really big into – I'm big into, like, the stories of the NFL and the players, and so there's a few matchups I'm looking forward to, but also just – players on certain teams that are going to be really exciting to watch. Um, but then, of course, you got the, the new rookie class coming in. Always changes things up on you just enough to keep you on your toes. Um, but, yeah, NFL preseason starts tomorrow. Dallas Cowboys at Arizona Cardinals. Um, but now let's get into some MLB. So uh, Jesse here in the if – if I think she's still here in the podcast, but uh, she started up her own blog. And uh, I'm actually going to go pull that up right now just so I can talk to you guys a little bit about that. And I'll put an article out there for us on Abstract Sports. I want to introduce her to the world and her blog because she's just getting it going and she's a good friend. And so I just want to kind of help her out a little bit. Um, And she knows a lot about baseball, something I don't really touch on all that much. (laughs) Uh, And I'm being I'm being honest. I, I try my best. But it's so hard. I think Jesse knows more about baseball than I do. Um, so let's see here. She put out an article today. It's a new post. And it's called Toxic Relationships. Okay. And you can find her website. It's jessiclauren.com. So J-E-S-S-I-C-L-A-U-R-E-N. Com. And I will also, you know, I'll drop a link in the description. Uh, you know, I'll actually share this article right here now. Uh, yeah, sure. Since I'm on it, might as well. I'll drop it in the comments, but then I'm going to share the article later. It'll be like, in case you missed it. 
So let me go find the podcast here and I'll drop this link in the comments. So anybody watching when I, when they're referencing stuff, they can get it, get this information. So this is her, her recent post on her blog. Uh, I love the picture she chose for this too. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, but you got to go check it out. I mean, she, she talks about how the giants recently acquired a player who, who had been, had been dismissed from the team or got traded away. Um, and she kind of compares, <laughs> she compares getting rid of a player from a team to breakups. It's like, you know, when you're sick of them and, and you just can't deal with them anymore, you kick them to the curb. And that's kind of true with trades. Like you get a player who's not, not, uh, willing to put forth the effort to make things work for themselves in relation to the team. Just the same with you and your significant other. If you're not willing to put forth the effort to get to know them and uh, make them happy and go out of your way to surprise them, you know, just little things that you should be doing in your relationships, whether it's a significant other or a best buddy, you know, you want to just make them feel welcome and like that they have somebody if they need somebody to go to. And, this guy apparently wasn't doing that. So Pablo Sandoval has been taken back by the San Francisco Giants. And and uh, you'll have to go and read that article. Um, I'm not going to read it to you guys. It's not a very long one. So I think you should go check it out. Um, again, it's jessieclauren.com. Um, looks like I have a call coming in. Uh, custom, let's see. I'm sending a text during the podcast. I'm doing... Oh, I can't do that while I'm doing this. Okay. Okay, bye. Cancel. Oh, my goodness. I can't do it. <sighs> I just declined him. I'm sorry, Micah. Micah, I'm sorry. I had a... Fu- you were calling me and I'm podcasting and I can't do it both at the same time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, but I like to talk about that a little bit, toxic relationships and, and like how that kind of relates to sports, you know, like I, my friend Charlie wrote a really great article for abstract sports called, is it just a game? And he talks, and I've, I've referenced this article so many times cause it's so deep. It's got so much truth to it and, uh, just, just so much good content in there. And he talks about how we, we form these ridiculous connections to teams and players so that it's like it's like we know them personally and if something happens with them we feel personally slighted or or you know we we feel success through their success um and happiness and i think this kind of goes along with that except this like jesse's article called toxic relationships is talking about the negative effects of a bad relationship with somebody when you get rid of them and then they come crawling back or or you you realize that what you had is now gone and you want it back in your life. So you bring them back in and that, that creates this, just a lot of trust issues. And you can imagine the chemistry in that locker room is probably tore up right now. And that can make a, a franchise go south really fast. Um, I mean, bringing negativity in the locker room can stall a franchise. If, you, if I'm being honest, you don't have chemistry, you don't have willingness to work with one another. Things can go south. And so I think that's kind of what's happening in the Giants franchise right now. And Jesse uh, talks a little bit more about that in her article. Go ahead and check that out. Um, but 
And I really do appreciate you sharing that with me on, on Twitter. Uh, if, if anybody has any content you feel like you, like you want to share, I am all about promoting your guys' work. Uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not like trying to get views on my own. I'm not trying to get my own page views or ad clicks or anything weird like that. Like, I just want to share what your guys' thoughts are on sports. So Jesse, feel free to keep those articles coming. If you, if you keep on writing stuff about sports, I'm willing to share it. Uh, and I'll fit it into my, my routine with the podcast as it, as best I can. Um, and I'll always link back. I think that's, you know, as independent bloggers and sports enthusiasts, I think it's great to be able to support each other. And that's kind of what we just started here with Jesse. So uh, if you have something that you want to get featured on Abstract Sports, whether it's on the podcast, in a blog article, or anything, just shoot us an email. Um, you can go to the website, go to the footer, go to the contact page, send us an email there, uh, and we'd be happy to try and accommodate that. Um, but I also try to think of other things that this relates to in sports that are like, you know, breakup type things and (laughs) you know I think about how like when LeBron left Cleveland for the first time and people were like just depressed and disappointed because of he was such a big role model for that city he represented so much for the success and the 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 climb that Cleveland was about to make with him there and then when he leaves it's just like a, a shot to the heart you know like it I could imagine like when when for me like when Kobe went down with his Achilles injury that was so hard to see because it's just like a normal move that any other black basketball player does and they do it several times a game all the time and it just didn't work that time um and and like there's nothing you can do to control that because you know that's just nature things will people will get injured tendons will break legs will break you know things will bad things will happen but the same goes for players and their own lives like um, like when Cle- when LeBron left Cleveland or when Kevin Durant left OKC to go to the people who beat them in the playoffs, the previous final or uh, Eastern Conference, Western Conference finals. Yeah, um, there, it creates a, a strong sense of hate for that person because they've meant so much to you throughout their career in that one spot or doing this one thing. And then when they're gone, you're just like you you just want you you want to cry, man. You want to let all the emotions out because you're like breaking up with this person. You're like, you know what? I don't even want to hear from you anymore. I don't want to watch any of your games. I don't, I don't care about what you do. I'm just done. I'm done. You know, just imagine all the cliche relationship related things that you can say. Like, (laughs) like, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you did that. Get out of here. I mean, I, I never hear that. I think Keltron and I get along pretty well. Um, but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but player players jerseys get burned that's like the equivalent of like your girlfriend or potentially ex-girlfriend at this point uh or your wife or ex-wife when you get into a breakup argument they take your stuff like in the movies i'm thinking in the movies i hope this never happens to anybody by the way because these are bad things also don't you know try to do things put yourself in situations where you don't end up in this type of lifestyle <laughs> um but in the movies you see the girls will start throwing stuff out the window. Like get out of my house. Like as if to say that your belongings in my house means that you're with me. And so if they're out, I can get over you quicker. And so when people burn their jerseys, they're like, well, it's gone. I don't care how much I spent on that Jersey. All my feelings with that are now erased and I can move on with my life. But really I doubt that's the case. They probably still root for that person deep down inside. And I mean, 
I'm just uh, to try and bring it to try and bring it back to Jesse's article. And I, I'm thinking hypothetically because I don't know the whole situation here, but say that. Uh, oh my goodness! See, I don't even remember his name. Pablo Sandoval. Say he did so much for this franchise, right? I don't know his accomplishments. I don't know anything about it, but he 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 provided so much for this franchise in terms of being a teammate. Uh, maybe he got so many hits with this team, brought them. He was able to help them get X amount of wins. Um, and then like he just up and leaves. You have this sense of attachment to that person. You don't want to let them go, but you know, they, they could be going on to bigger things. You might hate them if it was their decision to leave. Um, and you didn't want them to, but it's like, you, you think you hate them, but in your mind, you're like, you know what? You helped my team out while you were here. I appreciate you. But you don't let those things out. You don't really talk about the positive things that they did for you. You're just hung up on the fact that they're not with you anymore. And it's tough, man. It's tough. You got to get over it. And that's it's that's why I'm kind of happy that I, I like to follow players, especially in the NFL or the NBA. Like, you know, I'm a Lakers fan for life. Kobe did a lot for me as a kid in terms of being a role model and uh, an idol, somebody for me to look up to. Um, but when he's out of the game, I have to try to change it up a bit and be like, all right, well, I don't have this anymore. We're not successful anymore, but I can look to all these other players in the league and pull some awesome things from them to be like, you know, there's more than just the Lakers. I can look to a different team and see some success and feel good for a guy who came back from a season-ending broken leg injury and then doing well and coming back and being a being a superstar, going to All-Star game. It's like you can get some good feels out of that cuz you you could only, you can un- sort of understand the grind that it takes to get to that point. And so, you know, when your man leaves your team, you probably hate him, but deep down inside you're like, ah, you're so cool though. I liked every single one of your interviews you did with the people after the game. And then when they come back, you're, you're just like, all right. I don't know. I, I can, I can see all the different types of scenarios. I'm just kind of trying to speak from the top of my head and try to get some ideas out there in terms of how, uh, you know, like breaking up can relate to sports and uh, how attached we can get to people and players when uh, really it's a lot more than that. Um, another thing that I, that comes to mind is just like, like Kevin Durant's decision to go to the Bay area. That was like his personal choice. He got it. He wanted to change locations. He wanted to transfer to a different company, if you will, or a different location within the same company. People do that all the time, not in sports. People don't get mad about it though. Um, (laughs) maybe the boss, but that's about it. Um, and it's just kind of like people forget to think about the real life aspects that this player is going through. But I'm not, I'm not saying Jesse is by any means. She's a diehard Giants fan. And I'm not talking down on that at all. I'm just like talking around this idea because I think it's really interesting to explore. <laughs> uh, but like, I like some of the phrases she says here, though. She's like, this is a typical example of a significant other thinking there's something out there that is better. So they kick you to the curb. That's, I guess that's what Pablo Sandoval did. He's like, you know what? I don't want to be here anymore. I have my eyes set on this other team. Um, and I, I don't know any details. So I'm just kind of riffing off of this right now. Um, but, <laughs> but she says, goes to say that they, she goes on to say that they just welcomed back a negative human into a team that is already having a rough season. Let's hope I'm wrong though. And that's her, her giant fanship, uh, fanness fan. I don't know the word fanship. Is that a word guys? I'm making up words on the podcast. I hope not. That'd be embarrassing, but 
I, I think that she's looking forward to better things. And I think that's important, but again, thank you, Jesse, for sharing your article. I'll be sure to put up a little introduction to your blog up on abstract sports and I'll uh, link back to you, share it on Twitter. I'll share it on Facebook. I'll do all those things because hashtag go team. That's the hashtag she has at the top of this article. Actually, no way. That's on her website. Hashtag go team. Go sports team ball. Ball is life. Life ball. Hashtag. There you go. But yeah. Thanks again, Jesse. Really do appreciate that. So moving on a little bit. Uh, we got some NBA stuff and things. Um, and with this one, I'm going to kind of combine some NBA topics with the question and discussion because they go hand in hand. Oh, that's weekly discussion. Oh, crap. Oh, no, guys. I don't have a question for next week. This could be bad. I'm going to have to freestyle that one. But go back to my Facebook page here. So today's weekly question and discussion is talking about confidence and where you see confidence in sports and how that translates into real life, like like where you see it in your life and then where you see it in sports and how you can use it to your benefit um, and you know what it can do for you. And I need to go find my saved articles here. Let's see. So we're talking about confidence, right? So I watched this video. Oh, I don't want to play that out loud. But Kobe Bryant got invited to the Los Angeles Chargers um, camp uh, here before the preseason starts to give a talk to the team. Um, and it's kind of cool because the, the video starts out with um, a whole bunch of football players facing a white screen in this big conference room area, or I guess like a auditorium type of thing. And this guy up front is like, you know what? I'm deciding to cash in on a favor today. Uh, I figure there's nobody, no better person to uh, give you guys a good LA pep talk than the Mamba himself, Kobe Bryant and a whole bunch of players in the room, just like, Oh my gosh, no way. Just starstruck because the Mamba is coming up to the top of the room. And as he's walking up there, he's just like, what up guys? Hey, <laughs> um, I could only imagine what that'd be like, you know, being one of the best to ever do it in one sport and then going and talking to other players in another sport that just, that right there tells you how much, um, how, how many different things that athletes do that can translate from sport to sport. It's not about, um, it's not all about physical ability. It's a lot about mental capacity and, uh, ability to overcome struggles, whether they are mental or, uh, or developmental, you know, having a way of going about your business that you can become better at what you do. And that's not always a physical thing. You got to learn, you got to research, you got to be a student of the game, student of your craft. Um, and Kobe just talks circles about things like that. Um, so one thing about confidence that he was talking about in his little speech here was, uh, I think he was talking about one of his stories that's told in his muse cage. Um, it's sort of like his new, a cartoon illustrated series for it's mostly for youth and uh, younger kids and stuff, but, and they're always related to sports in some way or particular athletes. And he talks about the story of a seagull who is teaching himself how to fly differently than the rest and how the other group of seagulls, 
has this like jealousy and and comedy towards the other bird because they're like what are you doing man it's, this is tried and true this is the way you do this what are you doing you're doing something different and he says it's a combination of jealousy and something else i can't remember what it is um trust you know just different things where it's like okay you're you're going off the beaten path here what is your what are you trying to do and then this this seagull who's learning how to fly differently finally accomplishes his goal and he learns how to fly better and different than the other seagulls and then that jealousy and hatred and um and i guess like lack of respect up front for the other bird is all just up in his face like even more jealousy even more hatred because he's better than them and he went through all the process of proving them wrong and now they all feel bad about themselves so they're embarrassed and and i i think one thing that I can relate back, relate back to Kobe Bryant's way of doing things, the Mamba mentality, if you will, in, in terms of that story, is that stories that I've read, heard, watched, listened to, like all, all these different ways I've heard stories about Kobe Bryant, players who have played up with him, whether on the same team or in the All-Star game, things like that, they would always talk about how much he put in work. It was like, you know, they, they would be a, uh, in – Italy or something for the Olympics. I don't know where it was exactly, but they would be in a different country um, for the Olympics. And he'd wake up one morning and go on like a 15 mile bike ride. And like one other person wanted to do it with him. Everybody else is like, dude, this is my week off. What are you thinking? And it's like every time when, when you think a player is supposed to have time off, Kobe Bryant was always working. And how else do you think he was able to mimic every move that Michael Jordan ever did? You know, like Michael Jordan, arguably the GOAT, the greatest of all time. He's huge. He's big. He's very bigly. Um, <laughs> sorry, I I say that like that, like I hate him. I have a lot of respect for Michael Jordan. I just don't think that there is a greatest player of all time. I don't think there is. Um, more on that another day. <laughs> but this idea of Kobe Bryant putting all this work, it was and in a slow and incremental way or a long con, if you will, to be able to be the best at everything he does. So like if he can do this thing thousands more times than this other guy does, he's going to be better than them at it. And it's kind of relates to back to the story about the seagull. Like the more you teach yourself to do something differently or get better at something, you're going to do better at it and you're going to do it better than everybody else. Cause you've done it the most. It's just a matter of practice, mere exposure, just doing it. So when I watch a lot of like videos about entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of those guys are very confident, sometimes kind of cocky, um, but they've seen a few things. And I think the main thing that it always comes down to is work, just work hard. Whatever you're trying to do, do it as quickly and efficiently as you can and do it as much as you can. And in X, Y, Z amount of time, you're going to be the best at what you do and you can get made, you can make more money doing that. So that's just one story about confidence um, that I thought was interesting relating uh, a basketball player's mentality to a football player's mentality. Um, Cause that, that right there kind of gets into the whole thing of like being able to translate things from sports to real life. I mean, going from basketball to football, two very different sports. Um, I imagine a somewhat different mindset in some ways, but same obstacles that you're trying to overcome physical, mental and developmental. I mean, it's the same thing. So why not learn from one of the greatest of all time in basketball?
Hell, I would love that. <laughs> um, but another story about confidence uh, in the NBA world, since we're kind of combining the two categories today, uh, this is a little bit different different this time around, but I'm, I'm excited about changing things up. So a story broke where uh, Kevin Durant allegedly said that LeBron James is not better than him. And, you know, I'll let that sink in. I don't know if it's going to hurt you, make you feel good, make you feel indifferent. But it, it doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> That's just confidence talking right there. Not only that, but he does have a – Kevin Durant has a great body of work. His skill set is wide and ranging. LeBron, a little more finite, I would say. He's an athletic, non-human being. But he can't do all the things that Kevin Durant can do as good as he does. And for his size. Like, LeBron James is a monster. Don't get me wrong. But Kevin Durant can shoot the three ball way better than he can. He puts up way more points than LeBron does. Just on on a general basis. And... I don't know. He's not much of a leader. I'll give you that. LeBron has a lot of leadership skills. Kevin Durant, not so much. He's sort of like a quiet guy. Um, he gets amped up. He gets into the game, and he well, he wants to get a win. That's pretty much him. But him coming out and saying that LeBron's not better than him, him and LeBron have had a friendly rivalry going for years now. They had like a pickup football game back in the day, um, and it was just like their charities going against each other. I thought that was super cool, by the way. But also, it's like, People say that LeBron James is the best player of this era. Like best, He could go on to be the greatest of all time and all these things. I mean, there are so many greatest of all time comparisons, it's kind of sickening. And then one player comes out and says, no, nah, I'm better than him. How does that get headlines? I mean, like, I understand it gets headlines because, I mean, here I am talking about it. It wasn't in my headline, per se. But... <laughs> But Kevin Durant has a lot of confidence in his ability. I think that if Kevin Durant and LeBron James went face-to-face, KD would win. I just think that's because of size and ability to do more things than LeBron can. LeBron is like, I'm going to back you down. I'm going to give you a little shimmy shake. I'm going to put it up, and it's going to go in. Kevin Durant's like, ah, whatever. I'll cross you up, pull up jumper from, from the elbow, and put it in. And it's kind of like apples and oranges to me. And it doesn't – whatever, man. <laughs> I think it's just a way of like picking the two two of the most popular players in the NBA right now and creating a giant separation in fans uh, arguing against each other just to get clicks and retweets and stuff. Um, and I understand how that business goes. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, people are calling me left and right. Um, uh, <laughs> I am distracted. I don't even know if Facebook picks up stuff while I get phone calls. Um, but anyways, Kevin Durant, he's confident who knew, <laughs> but I'm going to be sure to share this video that, of Kobe Bryant talking to the Los Angeles Chargers. I think you guys will get a lot of awesome stuff out of it. Um, and I'll be sure to call out the thing that I like the most in it. Uh, very interesting stuff. I always love to see what Kobe Bryant's up to, um, outside of his NBA time. Um, cause I think he's making a lot of impact in a lot of great areas, uh, in the sports world, but also business related. So yeah, that's confidence today. That's how I'm talking about confidence today. And th- it kind of relates back to my outfit, man. Like I was saying earlier, 
today we're talking about confidence. When I dress up like a bro, I put my Ray-Bans on. Like, you know that scene or the, the movie Big Daddy where he gives his um, a soon-to-be adopted son? I don't remember how that story went. Like, the kid got dropped off on his doorstep, and he kind of took care of him for a while, and he eventually gets custody of them. Um, well, anyways, he gives the kid these sunglasses. They're like aviators. And he puts them on, and he's like, when you wear these, nobody can see you. And the kid's like, oh, okay, cool. And so, like, whenever he'd feel embarrassed or not want to be in front of people, he would put on the sunglasses, and Adam Sandler's character would just, like, pretend not to see him, and the kid would just feel comfortable and welcome. And it gave him the confidence to be able to be in an area where he wasn't normally confident. And, I mean, I've done this stream without sunglasses on, don't get me wrong, but putting on the hat backwards and the shades and the ha- having the nice microphone and and the hat, it kind of lets me know that like I'm serious about this and I'm also confident that I'm going to do well. And, and that's just me relating it back to something about me so that you know that I believe in this stuff. It's not like I just spout it out because I heard it from someone else. I believe in it. Um, but yeah, confidence, man. It can go a long way. So think about how it co- comes back to life. Like when you go in for a job interview, say you get the job and they ask you, what, what do you think you should be getting paid? And you're like, I think I'm worth this. You tell that to him straight up. They're going to be like, wow, he's confident. We like that. He's got to go get her attitude. I like that. So there are things that come with confidence that, um, you know, that portfolios and, um, and job references can't give you, you know what I mean? Like if you show up to a, a job interview, you're confident, you're friendly, you, um, have a good conversation. It's not shaky. I think you're more likely to get the job just because you're easygoing and you seem like you're a competent person. So that's the, that's the weekly question and discussion talking about confidence. Um, that actually concludes all of the intangibles for the weekly questions and discussions. Um, my plan is to go back and compile these into individual videos and put them out on YouTube. Um, Thankfully, I've been able to record everything on a separate webcam here, and I'm going to capture it all into little bites and put it out over time. Um, so like basically, I'm capturing my best moments in these podcasts, and I plan to put them out there in the world um, and uh, uh, hopefully reach some people in a positive light. So um, anyways, that's really all I've got for you guys today. Uh, thanks, to everybody who came through. Not a lot of discussion, but that's okay. Um, it actually kind of helped me. I wasn't super duper prepared for this podcast, if I'm being honest. Um, but I have to say thank you to Jesse again for providing that article that we could talk about in terms of, uh, break breakups related to sports, um, and how negative, um, negative atmosphere on a team can really affect it. Uh, but anyways, you can find this podcast everywhere. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube. Uh, you can find us anywhere on the internet, abstractsports.com. Uh, please drop a comment, like, follow, subscribe, all of the things. You definitely want to find us here on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. Those are the big ones. Abstract Sports is the handle. But that's all I've got for you guys today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Kyle Richards, and you just listened to the Abstract Sports Podcast. We'll see you next time.